Empires and Billy West. Or Stimson J. Cat or Lynn Hart. Shut up, you fool! And I'm Dr. Zoidberg, and I'm saying hello with Professor Hubert Farnsworth and your old Captain Zap Brannigan. You're listening to Two Broke Geeks. Joy! Wash your hands! How did you know? I'm sorry, Earth is closed today. You better pack it up and get out of here. Roy, can you imagine how your kids would have felt if when you got to Florida it was closed? Oh, they don't close Florida. No, you, well, you I know they don't close the state of Florida. I, I bet. Just another day in quarantine for the entire friggin' stupid world, except for I don't know Georgia, where, except for Georgia and the. Uh, Texas. Texas people and Soon. people like me who are essential workers. That was a dumb song. Let's move on. Welcome to Two Broke Geeks. I'm Matt. I'm Justin. You know what really sucks about this whole quarantine thing? I was actually just about to, I'm going to probably, I was about to write a Facebook thing on it and stuff where it's like, I've been trying, I was like, originally when this first started, I was very much like, oh, I can finally like get some stuff done. Maybe mm-hmm. like maybe do some writing like I've always talked about or mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe some more acting stuff, which there's that's almost impossible to acting uh sure. stuff unless I wanna put out like a crap ton of money. But I have had no drive to do anything. You know what? Uh you're not alone. Like I've heard that a lot and uh basically it's just kind of like I've I've read a lot of articles from like mental health folks who are like, you know what? Don't pressure yourself to get anything done like the entire planet is going through this big collective uh traumatic moment and there might not be any drive in a lot of people to get anything done right now. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's weird. Like I, I've read a couple of stuff about that. Of course, now they're saying quarantine might be lifted by Memorial Day, mm-hmm. which I'm like, that's not gonna happen. Uh, dude, I just watched that coronavirus test video. I don't need that shit. That that's horrifying. That is, and everyone that's gotten it, and I actually know a few people that have gotten it. In fact, you and I both know somebody that has had COVID nineteen. I didn't know she had it until she posted her Facebook status about it today. Um, Wait, what? <laughs> someone we know, you and I, um, that we went from, to college from with. From college? Yeah. Or? That we went to Really? Yep. yep. Um, had, Damn. She's had COVID-19 for a while. She's been in the hospital for it and everything. Um. <clears throat> But yeah, it, it, the the test seems miserable. Having it seems even miserable-er. So I'll just stay inside when I can. <laughs> exactly. Like you saw my Twitter. Like yeah. after I saw that, saw that, I was like, I'm just going to stay inside now. I, wrote, I was just like, maybe I'll just die instead. That <laughs> seems like a better option. Oh, God. Yeah. All right. Um, so yeah, geeky stuff. I did finish the '90s Spider-Man cartoon today, and uh, overall, revisiting it was a lot of fun. But boy, towards the end, does that show get crazy! <laughs> as soon as it starts, like the web, the the web Clone Wars or whatever. Well, it starts out the the entire fifth season i would say is bonkers weird because it it, uh, like the end of the fourth season i want to say mary jane falls through that portal and disappears and everyone assumes she's she's dead or missing and then she comes back and so at the beginning of the fifth season she and peter get married but then hydro man comes back and (laughs) (laughs) Um, basically we find out that Mary Jane also has Hydro Man powers and she has the Hydro Man powers because she is a clone of Mary Jane made from 
a combination of Mary Jane's DNA and Hydro Man's DNA. So the real Mary Jane is still missing, but then Peter gets taken away for the Secret Wars, which only last for two episodes. And then, like, the very last couple episodes is when he has the war against spider carnage with the Peter Parkers from other dimensions, including the one from the dimension where he is just a fictional character created by Stan Lee. <laughs> And we were we were texting about it the other day, but like I remember distinctly from that, like the silver armored Spider Man, because I was like, yep. as a kid, I was like, I need, and I'm gonna get, like, I have that action figure because I thought that was like, at the time, I thought that was the coolest design. Yeah, it's pretty neat design, and it, that's yeah, that's the Peter Parker from the dimension where everything went perfect for Peter's entire life, and he's like a multi billionaire, and Uncle Ben is still alive, and. <laughs> all kinds of it yeah it gets wild i still think my i still think my the funniest part is how it ends though it's like spider-man going through the multiverse clinging on to stan lee uh, well, no he goes to the multi here because i just watched it today i actually remembered it wrong too what it is is he does go and meet stan lee and they web swing around and stan lee basically shows him that he you know from learning that in Stan Lee's head, he's like this real hero person, Peter learns to love himself, and then he gets picked up by Madam Web, who is like, we're going to go find the real oh, Mary yes. Jane. And then it just, eh. she says, we're going to go find the real Mary Jane, because I think after all this, you deserve some happiness. And then the show just ends. And that's the end of the, <laughs> the series forever. <laughs> so so fucking funny yeah but now i'm interested in watching other spider-man cartoons other versions of this because my favorite i've always said this my favorite of the ones i have seen which is two of them is spectacular spider-man but i know there's at least yeah. two uh, there's ultimate spider-man and then there's an even newer one called just marvel marvel's spider-man i think it's just called oh the one that's on right now-ish. Or not, I, I see some posts about it every once in a while because they're doing a thing, a variation of like Venom War or mm -hmm. or like Absolute Carnage right Something now. Something like that, yeah. And I'm not a big fan of some of their designs of, I don't know, it's way too kiddish, I think. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's it's bizarre. Um, I mean, I've done a couple of nerdy things and I have some nerdy, sort of nerdy things on the horizon um i again just watched the newest episode of star wars clone wars where it's getting really good now with darth maul and ahsoka uh nice it's real. it's like darth maul's just been captured spoiler alert obviously but darth maul's just been captured by ahsoka and they're like this great grand plan where he's trying to uh, he's trying to bring down both the sith and the jedi for darth sidious mm -hmm. and damn it's just fun they so brought uh, Prince Shizor into uh, Clone Wars, right? I think that was the big thing from the past week or so. I, I couldn't tell you. I, I'm a Star Wars fan, but I don't know like all these weird okay, well, side characters. Uh, Prince, I bet if I showed you a picture of him, you would know. He kind of looks a little bit like the uh, comic book version of the Mandarin. Um, and he was then no, I had not that I am aware of. I had an action figure of this guy. He was from a storyline called um, Dar uh, Shadows of the Empire, and I could have sworn I read that they people got because Shadows of the Empire is one of the old ones that got. Um, How you spelled his name? X I Z O R. Let's see, because I'm looking up a picture of him right now. Uh, let's see, because if they did, I like, mm, oh, oh, this guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, this, that's what everyone was, that's the guy they were talking about. Okay, mm -hmm. uh, we were talking about this the other day where I see a lot of posts of people freaking out by him yeah. just showing up for a brief moment and like, he's canon! He's canon! And I'm just like, yeah. uh, 
Okay. Well, I think they were excited because his whole... um, Because he actually wasn't a side... He was a huge character in the uh, post-Return of the Jedi literature and comic books. Like, he was really, like, one of the big bads. And they just kind of... Uh, when they reset everything, obviously, and of course, this is something that um, fans got upset about and everything, and I don't understand why anybody cares about what is canon versus what's not. I think caring about what's canon is actually ruining a lot of the big franchises because it's hurting the ability to tell stories. But basically, they were like, oh, no, they basically erased him, which isn't true. He's in so many books and comics. But Not only that, but I'm pretty sure, yeah, he was a leader, one of the leaders of the Black Sun who was in an earlier season of Clone Wars. He may have been. I don't know. I'm I know not... I know he was. Now I see a picture of him. Mm-hmm. And I, I, too, had that action figure. I just never realized yeah. his name was. Caesar. Caesar. I like that's how much like I love Star Wars and sure. stuff, but like but like the the one the other thing about this new season that I'm kind of a little meh mm-hmm. and I know a lot of people will probably fight me on this and I don't care, was they're really hard like going into like, so as of right now, uh there's this crew of Mandalorians, the Death Watch. Yeah. Um and there's a they're trying to take back their home planet that Darth Maul has taken over, and Darth Maul's secret organization of like his private guard has one guy that is like his whole armor is like Boba Fett meshed with Darth Maul, mm-hmm. and I hate it because <laughs> they're trying so hard to make like another like really big Boba Fett ish character. They've got and one. I hate him He's so much. Called the Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he has his own he's the only one show. I care about. Exactly. That's the only Mandalorian I care about right now. But that's, I mean, when we're talking about, like, canon and stuff, that's why I'm glad DC has finally undertaken this huge thing where they basically have said, you know what? Everything ever that has ever taken place in any DC comic book has happened. They... they under they call it like they have like a flexible timeline or something like that where basically every single story now has so because people kept complaining about the reboots and stuff dc basically came out and went you know what everything is canon now (laughs) just deal with you guys are bitching so much here you go and that's the way like you can tell so many better stories when you're not worried about okay what's the quote-unquote real history (laughs) Yeah, uh, I I haven't told you yet, but uh, so I downloaded the Marvel Unlimited app. I haven't bought it uh, yet. I just have it downloaded because yep. I keep looking at it on my phone. I'm like, maybe instead of being on like my phone at the end of the night mm-hmm. on videos and stuff, maybe I can actually spend it on my phone mm-hmm. like reading comics. Yep. It's not the biggest screen, no. but it would work because I'm probably not going to buy a tablet I'm... anytime soon. Somewhere in this house, I'll have to look, but somewhere in my house, I feel like there is an extra tablet somebody is not using. If I find it, I will send it to you. All right, yeah, don't worry too no, much No, I won't, about but it. I'm just saying I think yeah. it's in the house just sitting around doing nothing. I feel like I saw it at one point. I just need to see if I remember if that's true or not. <laughs> yeah. Cause, yeah, because I'm like looking at, I'm like, I really could, because I know DC is saying they're starting back up uh, production. I think this week. Yes. Um. Well, they're basically starting direct market. Like they're basically saying, yeah. which I kind of like because Diamond is a mono- DC is basically saying, you know what? Fuck it. Diamond can stay closed if they want. We're gonna just direct market our comics now <laughs> yeah and then marvel i think is suspending for the time which being. is not a good idea but whatever it's whatever yeah. they they kind of have the overhead that they're fine sure mm-hmm. um the other cool nerdy thing i posted about it yesterday i'm shouting out to them because we're not sponsored by them but i love them as much as i love shutter 
Uh, I went and did a little bit of spending a couple weeks ago. And my, they stuff finally arrived. Oh, yeah. Uh, shelf. At the time of this recording, I don't know if the sale is still going, but Shout Factory uh, mm-hmm. had a really good 15% off sale on their uh, films. So I went and did a little bit of splurging, and I bought The Thing in this really cool little steel book that I've been eyeing, uh, John Carpenter's They Live, and the entire Fly collection. So that... it's five films. Stop it! There are not five of those movies. There's five of them. Fuck. You have the two Cro- you have the two Cronenberg ones, and then the three earlier ones. I okay. I didn't know there were. Boy, I thought in my own little not that I've ever seen any of them, and it's just kind of what I've um, abs- absorbed through pop culture. I thought there was like the original one, and then the one with Jeff Goldblum. I thought that was... See, he, I'm going to lay down some stuff, too. I've only really seen one of the flies and only knew... Like, I've kind of in the same boat. Like, I knew of the Jeff Goldblum one, mm-hmm. and I knew of the Vincent Price one. Yes. And other than that, I was like, there's more? And so, as a completion, especially with films, I'm like, well, this film is 15%... This collection is 15% off, and it's going to look great with my Brundle, Brundle fly figure I got... When we were in Vegas. Mm-hmm. So I was like, why not have some fun? Good call. Good call. I And now am... that it arrived, I want to buy more. And while we're on the subject of more, we're probably now finally going to see some movement on getting more Hellraiser, but not in movie form, in television form. Well, there's there's two options going on. There's there's a movie and a series on the table. Okay. And it's from I, the director I, of the most recent Halloween, correct? Hell yeah. Yes. So I'm very stoked and I if I know none of them are listening to this, but a couple of my buddies and I have uh are like trying to find a way. They're like, We need to get on this. <laughs> mm-hmm. One way or another. Yeah, I would be um, perfectly all right with a TV series that is kind of an anthology series where every episode, no through line, basically just episode by episode, different people encounter the Cenobites. I'd be fine with that too. I think that would be a great series. Just through time, a sin- this, someone finds the box and the Cinnabite shows up and is like, what up, motherfucker? Yeah, basically, because you could do it sort of like, um, sort of almost like Tales from the Crypt or Creepshow or Twilight Zone or any one of those things where basically just every episode you keep the Cenobites and then you just pick like, oh, here is the Cenobites in the Old West. Oh, here is the Cenobites in the year 3000. Here is... Pinhead with a cowboy hat. Oh, God. No, we're not going to... Tarnation. No, we're not going that ridiculous. Stop it. (laughs) Instead of chain, instead of like chains, it's just pistols, and he has a little bandana. <laughs> Sticks and stones may break my bones, but chains and whips excite me. <laughs> <laughs> um, really, you gonna you're really gonna go to Rihanna route? Yeah, I guess I am. You know. Um, speaking of interesting shows, one. It'll, by the time this is by the time this comes out, we're only gonna be a couple days away, but Rick and Morty comes back this weekend. Yep. And I uh, actually today canceled my HBO add-on on my Amazon account so I can sign up for HBO now, which is a whole different because I guess if you're signed up specifically to HBO now, once May 27th hits, it just becomes HBO Max. How much is HBO Max going to be? 16 bucks. Same as subscribing to HBO just as you do right now. I might I might go I might go and like get that. Cuz the add-on 
because it was 16 bucks at it's the same price across the board it was 16 bucks when it was an add-on to my amazon account it's 16 bucks if i sign up to amazon or amazon if i sign up to hbo now and it's going to stay 16 bucks when it converts over to hbo max i might i might go ahead and buy that because not only will like new rick and morty and all that stuff be there mm -hmm. but I'm kind of excited, but also a little hesitant because they announced a new uh, Looney Tunes uh, cartoon, mm -hmm. like a, like kind of more in the old style, where it's just a bunch of old, like a bunch of like smaller yep. like shorts. But the one th I'm kind of something about the animation kind of disturbs me a little. I don't think it looks as bad as some of the more recent iterations. Oh no! It looks it looks like a weird meshup of like old school meets new school. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um But it's it's definitely gonna look better than some of the more recent stuff where they did. I don't know. I watched an episode just for shits and giggles of like the newest adaptation, and I was like, what "The hell is this?" Yeah. Uh, is that the Looney Tunes show? Is that what it was called? No, there's one after that. Oh, okay. Hmm. The Looney Tunes show where Daffy Duck or or, da, or that where Daffy and uh, is like a squatter and bugs his apartment. Yes, that's the one I was thinking of. I didn't. Know. Yeah, there's one after that. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah, it's bizarre. Hmm. Weird. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you saw this yet. I just saw it on from NECA, but they just announced their next two pack of of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle figures, and it's disguise Raphael mm -hmm. and Casey Jones. Yep, I've seen that. That's going to be a uh I think that's going to be a Walmart one. Well, you're going to have to go on walmart.com and try to get your hands I'm on it. I'm going to have to cuz they won't let me in the toy aisle at Walmart right now. <laughs> they also uh I I went on a toy binge the other day and just went on websites and watched videos of the of toys that are coming out. Oh yeah, isn't that fun? Well, so McFarlane line just announced, and I think it's in the fall, they're putting out a line of multiverse Batman, which includes, even though I thought the story was kind of bullshit. They're doing the, the, um, the metal, the, right? The metal, yeah, they're doing the metal ones, like Dawnbreaker mm -hmm. and whatever, whatever characters. The Drown. Like the Flash version, um, the Drown. And I'm like, I want those. Yeah. Also, the Grim Knight is thrown in there. Yep. I retweeted something the other day, and I know we kind of had a little... That made me go, wait, what? Because now they're doing the sequel to Metal, which is uh, Dark Knight Heavy Metal. And there's a alternate universe version of Bruce Wayne that literally put his consciousness into Gotham City before he died. And so now Gotham City is Bruce Wayne. <laughs> I don't know how I feel like I I told you like mm -hmm. I told you like that like I started reading metal and then immediately fell off when it started getting way too complex. Yeah. With the with the nth metal and somehow plastic man's an egg. Yep. And I don't mind it, I, I can't. Yeah, I don't mind wacky stuff like Bruce Wayne literally becoming Gotham City as long as it's kind of like, oh, here's this crazy side story we're doing. Yeah, and I even like, I don't know I I like I said before I haven't read any of the newer comics in a while and mm -hmm. I know that we talked about it last week or the with um with like punchline or whatever yes punchline is the new mm -hmm. joke punchline apparently is gonna be a big player with Joker and all that stuff and I'm like I I don't know I I've reached the point where I'm so out of I used to be so in touch with comics but now I'm so out of touch where I'm like. Like the biggest thing for me was when I told you that now Wally is Doc and Doctor Manhattan. Manhattan are the same. Yep, exactly. Hey, you still have plenty of time now that you are in quarantine to fall in love with the idea of alive cities by watching Doom <laughs> Patrol and being interested in Danny the Street. <laughs> I know I've like I I don't know how long this is going for, but I'm like wow I really do have time to just watch Doom Patrol like I've always said. <laughs> yeah, and the crazy thing is like I know you'll I know you'll like it, so yeah. it's one of those things where like you're gonna watch it 
Kind of like me watching Train to Busan finally, where I finally just went, why did it take me so fucking long to watch this? It was awesome. <laughs> uh, other like weird film news, um, that new Scooby-Doo animated film, yep. I guess is going straight to VOD. Yeah, well, I actually just read that the, uh, the Trolls movie did extremely well on VOD. Um, yeah, Trolls World Tour has generated more revenue for Universal Pictures in three weeks of digital release than the original Trolls movie did during five months in theaters. This is a little bit thought-provoking. <laughs> because obviously some people are dying to go back to the movie theater because it's fun to watch movies in movie theaters, but... And I don't know if it's because people are still locked up at home and don't have anything better to do, but clearly people are willing to rent these movies at home because they're doing okay. Well, there's a like I, there's a like I like my job at my movie theater, mm-hmm. and so I hope I, it's not going to go away. Obviously, no. uh, but the, the idea I I don't know I'm I'm a I'm a movie goer. I love going to movies Same. for like new new things. Everyone I've heard a lot of people like I hate the notion of going to some places. Uh, it's the other people I don't like when depending on the theater because especially if you bring like your small children. Oh yeah, yep. or mm-hmm. you are someone that just can't get off their phone. Mm-hmm. Like that's the stuff I hate. I love and I will pour money into movie theaters if they if that stuff like didn't exist oh yeah yeah movie theaters are a ton of fun in terms of just the experience of watching a movie in the movie theater like on the gigantic screen like no matter how big my television is it's not going to be as big as a movie theater screen and no matter how good my sound system is at home it probably won't be as good as a movie theater sound system so which next time we when we are out of quarantine, I uh, and you're able to come out here, I want to take you to a movie at my theater because I think you'll love it. I think I bet I will. I I think it'll change your it changed my whole experience going to theaters in general. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, but yeah. Uh, what was it? There's there's there something else that was kind of no. Oh yeah. So what did you think of that footage I sent you of that Godzilla film? It's wacky, and I want to see this movie. <laughs> I know. Uh, if go people, it apparently was it. So I sent Matt some footage I posted on Facebook and stuff. Yeah, we talked about this last week a little called bit. The, but I hadn't seen did, it yet. Well, did we? Well, we. Oh yeah, yeah but uh, yeah. So it's called the legendary beast beast versus godzilla it's a fan-made film that was made in the 60s or uh late 60s early 70s uh where with a very well put together replica godzilla suit Mm -hmm. and they had actual footage of it uh that was leaked online but there's no actual man versus yeah basic story is a werewolf gets doused with radiation becomes a giant monster fights godzilla mm-hmm. um but it's not a toho property and toho didn't recognize it as such so it got scrapped so there was some footage that was leaked and i was sharing it around and i'm like this i'm like if they decide to restore this and make it real i need it oh yeah need it now definitely that would be awesome um i would totally be behind that a hundred percent uh it definitely wouldn't be any sillier than half of the actual official godzilla movies so yeah (laughs) let's go for it yeah um and I mean another movie news, which is not really news. I I kind of figure is no shit Sherlock. Mm-hmm. Like all of Marvel stuff got pushed back again. So it so and did I, DC, just, I mean basically both major uh, comic book movie slates have been changed around. Which if you yeah, I'm not even gonna go through no. the list of what it was. They just basically were just like uh, no, nah, nah, everything I'm moving. I'm like yeah, no, no 
shit. Mm, and it's like uh, WB still has... Because they had to put it somewhere, I guess. I think they did this to try and stop the rumors that they were just going to dump it to VOD. They moved Wonder Woman from June to August. And I'm like, that movie's still not going to open in August. But I think August was probably just the first date that they were like, there's an open spot. Just put it there so people will stop saying we're going to put it on VOD. Man, it's gonna be yeah. This is that kind of comes back to the whole trolls thing because, like, I know I know especially in the case of James Bond, like mm-hmm. they're they're holding out because they want that to be a big film release. Same with in Tenet. Theaters. By uh, same with Tenet, uh, Christopher yeah. Nolan's film Tenet. They are like, no, yeah. no, don't worry, it's gonna be in theaters. So the thing is, like, it's it's gonna be bizarre because if they keep. As much as I keep saying I like my job or whatever, but if they keep holding all this stuff back, everything's going to come out all at once, and then there's going to be this huge, long gap of nothing. Uh, if I'm looking at the slate, they put a lot of stuff in the late spots of the upcoming years, like lots of stuff in kind of late 2021, lots of stuff in kind of late 2022. So yeah, there's whole stretches of like the beginning of the year where it seems like there's probably not going to be anything going on, but that also is going to depend on what they do with their non-comic book movies because right now we're just talking about comic book i mean what if there's non-comic book movies we want to see that they shuffle maybe to because i know the batman was supposed to come out in the summer of next year and now they've moved it to october so yeah like that kind of thing well well speaking of like also speaking of it we didn't talk about last time um, but I'm actually kind of, but it's going to be a straight VOD thing, but Capone. That does look like, kind of interesting. <laughs> yeah, I'm very interested in mm-hmm. that. Um, that does look pretty darn good. Uh, and I'm trying to, of course, I don't have the slate of what was supposed to be coming out in front of me. Otherwise, I'd be able to talk about it a little bit better. But yeah, everything's basically up in the, oh, and um WB still claims the Flash movie is coming out, but I'll believe that when I see it. Not only that, <laughs> but didn't uh, freaking uh, what's his what's the douche's name? Ezra um, Miller. Ezra Miller isn't he in hot water for like hitting a fan? He choked somebody out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, supposedly, uh, they moved the date of the Flash up one week from its original release date in 2023 they moved it like a week sooner even after that video came out so apparently wb doesn't care apparently not but whatever yeah (coughs) i will probably see it but at the same time i'm not an ezra miller fan so no nope i uh, 100 agree with you on that one i didn't like ezra miller's flash i didn't like him when I saw him in that uh, Fantastic Beasts movie. I don't think he's all that great, but that's just my personal opinion. Your mileage may vary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh, okay. So, Westworld. Oh, Westworld. Yeah. <laughs> it was so good. Yeah. And you know what is fucking bizarre is one of the podcasts i listened to the host was saying i don't even know what's going on on westworld like i'm about to give up on it like i watched last i watched the first two seasons and i really liked them and i watched this season and i'm so confused and i'm like what you are this season is so much easier to follow than last season yeah (laughs) like how were you more confused by this season than last season (laughs) It's so it's so bizarre because I'm like uh, I like and we're we're gonna get into some of it, but I thought this was so cohesive. And, and boy, does this show continue to make me go. Well, I did not see that coming. <laughs> oh yeah, this is this is getting really good. Uh, like the opening where they brought in Clementine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's so and, uh, weird because I just and, saw that actor. 
that plays Clementine. I just watched uh, the movie uh, ex- uh, Extremely Wicked. Uh, yeah. The Ted Bundy movie. I can't remember the full title. Um, it was a pretty good movie. I know a lot of people were disappointed with it uh, because it, it does – it's more about the relationship between Ted Bundy and his longtime girlfriend Elizabeth Kendall than it is actually about Ted's crimes and I know that threw a lot of people off because they watched it thinking they would maybe learn something about Ted Bundy's crimes and everything and really didn't but um I thought it was a good movie and she was in that sorry side tangent yeah but I think the the opening bit where where uh I guess Oh, decoy Charlotte. Uh, yeah, I don't know if that was yeah decoy. Well, Charlotte, that was yeah uh, that was uh, not that was uh, well again, and it might have been out of time because we saw her get. No, this had to be in time. This had to be in time with well, it because she looked like she wasn't burned up anymore, though, which means she found another printer or something to restore it's either her. that or or. Uh, uh, What's his name? Sakura. Musashi. Sakura. Oh, um, okay, yeah, I know what you mean. What, whatever his name, who took over? Mm-hmm. Sirak. Uh, Sirak. Like he may have made him like multiples to try to fish out, because he know knew that Charlotte was Dolores. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, but I liked how how they brought in uh, Clementine and the the daughter. Yep, they took down uh, Musashi Dolores. Yes. Yep. Cut him right in half. That was awesome. (laughs) Yep. Uh, That was a good opening. You are. Yep. Um, Yeah. And we finally got all our answers about Caleb. Um, Finally. I was going to say Paul Ryan. That is not that guy's name. Paul Ryan. Paul Ryan is a... a uh, political douche. Um, Aaron Paul. <laughs> Aaron Paul's character, Caleb. Um, <laughs> and I also completely did not see his backstory coming at all. <laughs> Me either. That was that was actually really cool. Yeah, it was. And I like that it turns out, as, as Bernard told us, basically... Dolores has set him up so that he will be the destruction of humanity, not her, so that she can somehow claim that the hosts did not destroy humanity, humanity destroyed humanity. And not only that, but it's from, it's it's somehow weirdly twisted that they, she chose an outlier. Yes, that uh, was a whole thing too, where I was like, oh... There is this second Rohambra that they call Solomon that is actually a schizophrenic AI. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that uh, takes all the people that doesn't fit the pattern and just freezes them. <laughs> I was yeah, like, until they find a way to make them like part of humanity or find a way to dispose them so they won't so it won't destroy humanity. Right. It was so weird that it's like, "Oh, by the way, these are all the people we couldn't reprogram." Which turns out they were trying to do to William. They were trying to reprogram him. <laughs> Holy shit. So, speaking of William, I uh, still don't understand. I, so, so, okay. I've been talking about it, and I'm still sticking to my gun that he is a host. Uh, yeah. That that's his whole thing, and I was very confused. And I was talking with my roommate after we watched this. I'm like, I'm pretty sure. So I went back and rewatched um, the t- the po- end credit scene from season two, mm-hmm. and I I am I've remembered that differently. Apparently, okay. So the end, the end credit scene is him coming out of Westworld, bloody, still in the man in black uniform, and that's when he sees his dot, his, the ghost of his daughter or whatever, um, and they have a whole talk of like, like the place is destroyed. So it's I thought it was in the future, but it's more so, it's more recent than that. 
Okay. Probably within days or something like that. Interesting. Um, and basically, yeah, and basically they're having a whole talk. It's like, how long do you think you've been in there? And it's like, well, and it's like, Will's been in Westworld his entire life, so he doesn't know really, like, how long he's been in there. Uh, because he lives every day is the same, and he just kind of just does the same thing while he's hunting for Ford's uh, puzzle. Uh, and so they have a whole talk to see if he's a viable, and then they leave it open-ended, so you don't know if he's a host or not, and that's kind of the whole point of this season. I still think he's a host, and he is just coming to terms that he is he he knows he's a host but he still believes he's human like he's refusing to believe it and that's why he like is going against everything else that's possible because he definitely the the episode did end with him uh saying he was going to kill ashley and bernard and he's like because he told them straight up like Either you kill me or I'll kill you for, you know, either kill me first or I'll kill you. Meaning that he wanted to destroy all the hosts. Um, Hmm. Yeah. And he's going, he's going harder than usual on the host too. Like he's like, I like they went all, he went a whole little mini tangents. Like, no, I sleep of my own kind. And I'm like, it's getting heavy into, I'm pretty sure. He knows he's a host, but he's refusing to believe it. Yeah, that could that could entirely be true. I still am uh, just but, my yeah, confusion. Still one episode left. Yeah, I, my well, luckily we talked about this last week, and you said you were pretty sure there was going to be a season four. They confirmed season four, so it's still not over. But I. I still really don't understand William's part in the overall thing is really what it comes to. I think I think what it, what's going to happen is is w- w- basically William's going to become like the weird second coming okay kind of thing uh where he's like they they made him out to be such a bastard for the majority of the season that mm-hmm. they're going to turn him like he even says like I'm the hero of this story I think he actually is going to be like in season four. Like, yep. I think he's the whole. It's I. This is a weird. I. Th- this is the part of it where I'm. A, I'm hesitant to say because it could be so out there. Yeah. I think Ford is in William. I think there's a bit of code. Oh, that could be. Ford. Yeah, that actually could be interesting. I. I don't know why. I could be way off base and just. And I don't, I don't think I'm right, but something tells mm-hmm. me that like, because there was a line that Ashley or Bernard said to Will, but they called him Ford, I think, or said something to the effect of like, he was acting like Ford. Mm-hmm. And I was I also, like, is it Ford? Because I also know that, of course, also in this episode, uh, Maeve and Dolores face off and have this big fight. And so hot, uh, so hot. Dolores like loses that big, uh, loses that big chunk of her arm, but basically uh, sets off the EMP, which shuts her and Maeve down. But I obviously there's no way Caleb just left her there. He probably took her. So I don't think Dolores is out of the story yet either. Oh, neither of them are out of the story because mm-hmm. they they're in the they're in the season finale. Yeah. And I know that uh, Dolores at least expects the possibility that Maeve could kill her. I like that where they're having the whole talk where her and Caleb are talking. And she's like, and like they're and Maeve shows up and Caleb's like, who's that? And it's like, and she's like, that's the woman that's come to kill me. Yep. <laughs> and she basically says to him, just keep going forward with the plan, even if I don't come back. So that was a that was also a really interesting fight scene where they're just fighting, but also Maeve has the 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 unmanned helicopter and, yeah. and Dolores has the sniper drone. By the way, I loved her little sniper drone thing when she, they're up on the hill 
And Caleb basically <laughs> says, though they're how on earth are you gonna shoot them all? You can't even see them, they're too far away. And then her little drone just flies over into the base and picks out every single target for her. <laughs> just it's like, oh my god. It's it's well, even funnier was when that they're like looking at it, it's like, what do you think? It's like, oh, there's probably another three inside, depending on as and and she kills everyone, they walk inside, and there's one other guy and she shoots him like, Oh, you're right, there are three. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and just think about it, Justin. If Evan Rachel Wood can handle that great big gun, she can handle a great big something else. Oh I've I've told you I've met her, right? I think you did, yeah. I know, I like, remember you told me you met, um, oh god, I'm completely blanking on her name now. Um, she's in Daredevil. And you said... Oh, De- Deborah Ann Wolf. Yes, thank you. I yeah. could not remember, and you you know, you know, told me she was a big old sweetheart, but I couldn't remember. Yeah, but, uh, well, Evan Rachel Wood I met, along with James Marsden, and a co- couple others of the, stat- of the cast, mm-hmm. were we're playing a show that my that our mutual friend Jenny's husband was in yep. uh and they like opened for them oh cool uh, oh that's right she's still got the she's hang- a band too doesn't or she's a singer or something yeah yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, and like that's like oh that's like my favorite little bit it's like oh sweet that that was nice to kind of hang out with them yep. I'm, oh i'd hang out with evan rachel mm. wood so hard yeah. i mean i mean <laughs> what i'm not objectifying her <laughs> yeah but also yeah. she's just um, really but, great i want her to be she's, in everything <laughs> she's so there was good. a t- it was both slightly objectifying but also just because it looked really cool someone on twitter posted like her uh like a the gif like, of her like with dress. the dress? Yeah. That is hypnotizing. <laughs> it is. Just switching from the black short short skirt to like a long gold. I was just like watching it over and over again. Like, how? And it was, you're right. It was a, not really objectifying. Like, she looks sexy in those, but it's more along the lines of watching that dress transform is It's just so great. So so hypnotizing i did the same thing it's so funny you mentioned that i watched that maybe 50 times in a row (laughs) oh god i think everything is going crazy we're watching just a gif of a dress transform into another uh, dress over and over and over again over and over again i don't know we have one episode left and (sighs) i have so many questions still but but I'm glad they. I'm very excited. I am glad they they did the Caleb storyline because we did keep saying a bunch of times, "What is the deal with Caleb?" And they finally. Yeah, did. I was getting really pissed off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I also am curious to see because I am wondering because they're they keep playing it like uh, Bernard, Ashley, and William are right behind Dolores. And I feel like that's not, I feel like they must be for, and maybe this will happen in the fight. I feel like they're probably further behind her plan than they're presenting it. I'm wondering if maybe we're going to find out that like a lot of shit has happened before Bernard and Ashley and William finally get to catch up with, you know, yeah, well, I'm, depending if Charlotte Dolores shows up mm-hmm. in the last episode, I still believe, like, like once this season's done, we're not going to have regular Dolores anymore. It's going to be like Charlotte Dolores versus Will. Maybe. I, ooh. I don't know how Will I... Will f- slash four. I don't know how if, I if, feel about going ahead with one more season without uh, Dolores Prime, you know original Dolores that would be right huh be interesting it would but especially since she's been basically the main character for the entire series that would be bold yeah but I mean it's just switching it up so it's like it's still technically Dolores Mm -hmm. but it's just not Evan Rachel Wood which would be very sad it's just Tessa Thompson although Tessa Thompson's Charlotte Dolores is 
technically a slightly different i mean she's not i guess that's why we keep calling her charlotte dolores because she's really not necessarily either one of them at the she's like charlotte with parts of dolores inside she basically is transformed from being mostly dolores to being mostly charlotte at this point so she's yeah. almost a whole brand new character on her own which i think is interesting yeah, so, and especially if, if we're going off of the notion that at the beginning of this last episode, it really was Dolores Charlotte and not a decoy from Ciroc. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it could go either way. Yeah. Because it could easily be like Dolores Charlotte mm-hmm. being like, oh, be like, oh, so this is it. But at the same time, how would she, oh, I guess she would have, she would have access to a copier at mm-hmm. uh, the old, where they started. Yeah. Ah, so it could go either good. way. It's oh my god! I still need to buy the second season because I kind of want to just collect the seasons as they come mm-hmm. out. Because I support physical media. Yeah, same. I agree. There's another show I've been watching on HBO that so far is pretty interesting, and you've probably seen the commercials for it. It's only two episodes in. It's called Run. I've I've seen that trailers a lot, and I'm very confused what well, it is. I'll tell you that those confusing commercials are really the only reason I started watching the show in the first place, because it was the first time I can think of in maybe forever where I went, I cannot tell you a god damn thing about what this show is supposed to be from the trailer but now i need to find out and it's partly because it's got domino gleason and it's partly because uh i saw Merritt weaver in another series and i like her and it's uh partly because it was uh executive produced by phoebe waller bridge who i uh created a show created and starred in another show i like called fleabag so i finally went ahead and i was like well i'll watch this and basically um the the most basic premise is uh domino gleason and Merritt weaver's characters uh were boyfriend and girl uh, boyfriend and girlfriend in college 15 years ago and they had this pact that if one of them ever texted the other the word run and then they texted back the word run they would drop whatever they were doing in their lives meet in new york city and take a cross-country train trip together but then it, i still can't tell you where it's going but the like the first episode is like she has uh this kind of basic uh suburban mom life like it opens and she's like on her way to yoga class and she's on the phone with like someone in her family and you can tell she's kind of like fed up with being like this suburban every day is the same mom and she gets the run text and she goes and they meet up and there's something going on in his life too and you don't know what it is and they kind of agree to uh not tell any tell each other anything about their lives for at least a day and she kind of lets slip that she's so she doesn't tell him that she's got a family because she's basically just there to get fucked she basically lets it slip that she hasn't had any really good sex in a really long time um preach i mean what <laughs> but then he kind of accidentally finds out she has a family and starts like being a real prick to her doesn't tell her that he knows she has a family he just starts treating her like a prick and so she gets mad at him and the end of the second episode and you know the whole time her husband is like where are you where like he keeps trying to get in touch with her and she basically just keeps saying like i need to do this like i'll be home whenever i can't tell you when take care of the kids uh in the end of the second episode she tries to go home and she finds out that her husband has cut off her debit card from the bank account and so she tries to call home 
and there's a an outgoing message that says, "Hey, you've reached the so and so's. If you're looking for," and he gives his name and the two kids' names. Just leave a message, and if you're looking for Ruby, good luck because she walked out on her family two days ago, and we don't know when she's gonna be back. So she's apparently not going home because she's got to stay with Domnell Gleason's character because she doesn't have any money. Yeah, I and I've told you, I don't know if I talked about it on the show, but I've been watching this one show with my roommates called Good Girls. I think you mentioned um, something about it, yeah. It's it's interesting, but at the same time, like one it's it's weird. It's basically three mothers, two of them are sisters, mm-hmm. and they rob a they decided to have some they decided their life was boring, so they rob uh, a convenience store, uh, like a grocery store. And it all whirlwinds into this. They become part of a big uh, underworld of of uh, washing money for a crime boss, mm-hmm. and they it, he it's like a weird comedy kind of show uh, where one of the women just cannot get enough of like doing all these different crimes, uh, and she's like a well off mom. Like she has a big house, five kids, married to Matthew Lillard. Uh, who runs like a car dealership like she doesn't really need the money but the other two moms uh one they're both like desperately uh just trying to stay afloat one family needs money for their daughter who needs a a kidney transplant and our one's just trying to just stay afloat in general because it's just her and her and her son Mm -hmm. her daughter that wants to be a boy um it's really interesting uh and it's really fun. There's some hilarious, funny moments. But Christina Hen- Hendricks, which something one? about her. Which hmm? one is this on? This is on Netflix. Okay. Christina um, Hendricks. I she was the one I sent you a photo of, or told you about a while ago. Because I'm like, doesn't she look like her head's way too small for the rest of her body? Oh, she was in um, Mad Men. Mad Men. Yeah, she has the gigantic boobs, which uh, may contribute to the fact that her head. Tiny head. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, like, the other two women in the show are actually my favorite. Uh, I have to look them up because. I don't know. If you get a chance to check it out. I'm going to look it up right now. Good girls. But, yeah, the. yeah, uh, I might check that one out. And I also recommend, I described it poorly, but it's kind of a subversive, it's kind of like a weird twist on rom-coms run is. It's it's interesting. I'd, I'd recommend checking it yeah. out. Uh, yeah. See, I like, uh, the other two characters are Mae Whitman and Retta. Like, that's just their actual names. But I like them way more because they're... Uh, Retta, I don't... If anyone who doesn't uh, know, Matthew Lillard is Shaggy. Yep. And he was also in um, Scream, and he was, yeah. Mae Whitman. God, I recognize her. What the frig have I seen her in? I've never seen Arrested Development. She was very young in Independence Day, because that was in 1996. But I don't recognize her from that. Boy, she looks super familiar. Why do I recognize this actor? I couldn't tell you. Well, I'm looking. I'm seeing uh well i so far have no idea because i except for i mean maybe i just recommend because she was the kid i guess in independence day but she looks way to i never mind i guess i don't know i've never seen any of these other movies that she's been in so like I said, like it's a funny, it's a fun little drama comedy. It's kind of at the point now where I feel like the it's kind of looping over itself in terms of story. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's fun. All right. And by the time that we record next time, uh, it will be either right before, or right after May the Fourth. Oh yeah. Because we all know our favorite Star Wars. Oh, Star Wars Day, May the Fourth. Yeah, Rise of Rise of Skywalker will be on Disney Plus, which I will probably watch it because I remember I want to watch it again. Everyone's still bashing. Yeah, on I it. never saw it a second time. Uh, I always I want to watch it. Yeah. Yep. Maybe maybe on May the Fourth, I'll watch all three of the last three. Mm-hmm. That's not a bad just idea. Just to see how it 
to, to see how that rolls and see if I remember it because you and I are in the minority because you and I liked Last Jedi. Yeah. The, yep. And every I, mean, I think we're in the minority again with Rise of Skywalker because I enjoyed it. I did too. Yeah. Yeah, but everyone seems to be like go on a hateful have a, a hateful vendetta while also, uh, while also will never stop the, uh, uh, release the Snyder cut. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I know they're two different fandoms, but I'm 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 putting them together. What are you gonna do? Yeah, with that? either yesterday or the day before was the one year anniversary of Endgame, and everyone was posting about it, and I was like, oh god, it feels like oh that was yesterday. Yeah, and I was like, oh god, only a year that feels like it already happened a hundred years ago. <laughs> and again. I think we're in the minority. We're part of the minority group because I liked Endgame. I liked it. I it's mainly liked the last bit fine. of it, but I, Infinity War was a superior film. Yeah, I've made it pretty clear. I think pretty close to the first two thirds of that movie are not that good. <laughs> yeah, so, it, it's just a lead up to the end, and that's it all it really matters. Is. And I've only seen it twice. I probably should watch it one more time. In fact, it's my day off today. I've got plenty of time. I could watch it again today after we're done podcasting. I, I might do that too, I, just to throw something on. Or maybe throw on a Godzilla film or maybe go back through John Wick or start it on the fly. I don't know. Oh, yeah, John Wick. There's another it. movie that I have always had on my I really have to watch this list. All three of them. All three of them. Well, originally, I was putting it off because only the second one was available to watch as part of my Amazon Prime account. Now, none of them are available to watch on Amazon. I don't think for included, you know, as included as part of my uh, membership price. So I guess if I have to rent all three, I feel better about having to rent all three versus having to rent two of them and only being allowed. Oh, nope. John Wick Chapter 3 is included with my HBO. Or, well, my HBO expires in two days or three days. So I suppose I could rent the first two John Wicks and get the third one as part of HBO. I don't know. We'll see. I wish I, I wish I still had my codes for those films, but I gave them to my dad because eh. I would say, use that. <laughs> That's all right. I'll figure it out because I know, again, uh, these are things I'm sure I'm going to like them and I just have been putting them off for too long. They're just, they're just like, they are like, I'm going to tell you right now, I love those movies. They have the simplest plot mm -hmm. of just like guy kill, like guy's part of a, a group of assassins, someone killed his dog and took his car. Mm -hmm. And that, so far, they made three movies out of that. I don't mind. Sometimes, um, sometimes I feel like maybe... They over, like, the simpler, the simpler plots you can actually get more out of versus why, like, it's, it's easier to simplify and try to figure out versus they need to be these over... Set, like, yes. like you need like a day to just of a, a, a film to recoup everything that's happened, kind of Game of Thrones style. Because mm -hmm. sometimes, like, so elaborate. when stuff goes on for a while, if it's super elaborate, it's like, okay, but you're now at this point, you're making things elaborate and complicated and weird almost just for the sake of making them elaborate complicated and weird you, basically what yeah. i'm saying is sometimes it's okay to watch something that's fluff <laughs> yeah um i also did i actually did watch a couple newer films okay um i watched it came out last year and i was kind of curious and i finally watched it i watched uh ma i haven't seen they, that one yet I, you know what skip it okay it's it's bizarre. Like I like the idea of Octavia Spencer being in a horror film. Mm -hmm. I love it. It's really cool. This just didn't work okay. on a couple of different ways. The whole premise is Ma uh, is Octavia Spencer's character basically sets up uh, uh, her basement mm -hmm. to be a hot spot where kids in high school can go and drink and do stuff and not worry about the repercussions. 
of like getting of drunk driving and all that kind of stuff but it's actually a weird ploy of her being cool to try to recoup her lost youth and also get back at all their par- all those kids parents cuz she grew up with them because they embarrassed her because they convinced her to give a nerd a blow job in a cl- in the janitor's closet when she thought it was the cool guy Ugh, that's it i'm already annoyed so it's like it's like a weirdly dated film for 2019 mm. and also kind of racially charged at some at some points where I'm like all right what yep <laughs> I'm already annoyed yeah and the other one I watched I threw some money at it because I was curious I watched bloodshot oh yeah the Vin Diesel film right yes um, I saw I you tweet very... about this <laughs> I know very little of the ca- I'm familiar of the comic and and stuff but i don't know the characters that well mm-hmm. um it, it wasn't bad it was not a bad movie but i thought the script was poor mm-hmm. and the pacing was bizarre i was confused halfway through i'm like wow this feels like it should be near the end of the film and all this stuff i remember some you weird saying cgi stuff I remember you saying something along the lines of Bloodshot was okay, but I'd rather go watch a better version of this movie like RoboCop. Yeah, I would much prefer to watch RoboCop or Upgrade. Okay. Like, they were much better variations of the same idea. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but it wasn't bad. If you want to shut your brain off... Basically, like, just kind of like watching... uh, another variation on Revenge Action with a souped up uh protagonist cyborgs yeah Yeah. it's whatever like i was i'm glad to give my money to some films um this i mean if i had to choose to which one they give money to i would prefer to give it the bloodshot versus ma Mm -hmm. so whatever it wasn't too much i think it was like a vod like it was like seven bucks or something like that yeah that's not too bad yeah but yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll by the time we record our next one, we'll already have Westworld, and depending what day, possibly, um, po- possibly talk more. I'll probably talk about Star Wars. Yeah, definitely. Um, all right. Well, I think that just about covers it for this week. So. We will be back with uh, the final episode of Westworld and whatever other kind of shenanigans we manage to get up to in the next week. Shenanigans! Shenanigans! shenanigans. Little boy, you can't just go around calling shenanigans. (laughs) Bye, everybody. Later. The Two Broke Geeks podcast is a production of Two Broke Geeks Entertainment in conjunction with Atomic Geekdom. Find us online at twobrokegeeks.com. We're available on iTunes, Google Play Music, and the Satchel Player app for iPhone and for Android. Please subscribe to us on one of these services and leave us a review. It really helps us out. You can also help us out by following us on Facebook, facebook.com slash twobrokegeekspodcast, following our Twitter at 2BGpod, and following us on Instagram where we are also 2BGpod. Find Atomic Geekdom online at AtomicGeekdom.com and on Twitter at Atomic Geekdom. Thanks.